on this episode of the AIE podcast. Rocket chat fixes are in the works. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Why do you love AIE? Star Wars The Old Republic patch 4.1 broke some stuff and 4.1a fixed some stuff. The, no- the nomads try out Blade and Soul. And we have Alanya and Nevermore here to talk to us about the AIE Anniversary Weekend shenanigans in WoW. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 249 of the podcast celebrating you, Ilya Akta-Est gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is Makala, and to my right over there is Tetsemi. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day for that with that present. Speaking of Valentine's Day, Ludra is out this evening spending Valentine's Day with her wonderful husband and awesome sons. However, this week we are joined by our very good friends and our special guests, Alanya and Nevermore, who are here to talk to us about the anniversary weekend celebration for AIE in WoW. Welcome, guys. Thank Hi. you. How are you guys doing? We are wonderful. Well, you, you can wonderful. speak for yourself. Okay, I'm wonderful. You I'm are wonderful. St- I'm still kind of sick, but I'm getting better every minute. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it's bad when two nights in a, two raid nights in a row, the raid leaders have to get together and decide, hey, we're too sick to do this. <laughs> well, true. Plus, you know, it, it's the idea of today is Valentine's Day, and, and instead of, you know, giving raid bosses our love, we thought it'd be better if we gave it to our loved ones. Or our pillows. No, well, there's that too, but, you know, not everybody... Never mind, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so... Dad, what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, what have I been up to? Well, I just got um, a new Pokemon game for my DS, which is awesome. Thank you very much for that. Um, But I've also been playing a lot of Star Wars The Old Republic, getting back into the storyline on the trooper side and the Sith sorcerer side, um, and hanging out with AIE in SWOTOR. And wow, but uh, mostly just because of the lack of new content and um, not lack of activities, just lack of new content. Um, we've been hanging out in Star Wars a bit. What have you been up to? Um, well, as said, we didn't raid last Thursday because our two raid ladies were sick, and I've been fairly sick myself. Uh, working a little too much. In fact, I get to do it again tonight. Um in general geekiness, we are starting up our Deadlands campaign again for our Monday Night D&D group, so I had to remake my Huckster, which is fun. If you've ever played Deadlands, it's a steampunk western game with magic, and mm-hmm. my character throws magic by using cards, kind of very Remy LeBeau style. Huh. It's a good time. It's a really cool system. And like a lot of the stuff that you do in-game, you use playing cards for. Yeah, like when she casts spells, she has to draw a poker hand and make the best hand she can, and then depending on how good the hand is, is how powerful the spell comes off. 
Oh, that is cool. It is really neat. Um, other than that, well, geek-wise, yes? Can you actually bluff to get better spells cast? Unfortunately, no. Oh. Okay. And if you pull jokers, you're in trouble. Like, <laughs> stuff backfires badly. And I think they've changed that with the new system, but if you can't make a poker hand, it'll backfire and kind of smack you in the face. Oh, well, it sounds like fun regardless, though. It is a really cool system. Um, other than that, I'm serving as what we call DMF, Dungeon Master's Familiar, to a friend of mine, his campaign that's uh, back in Pennsylvania. So I am drawing up 11 unique anti-Paladins for his campaign as foils. Mm. Yeah. And they have to have different personalities and different multi-class things. And yeah, I'm having a good time with it. But my creativity is being challenged, which is fun. Yeah, I would think so. And knowing how detailed you go into like backgrounds of characters and everything, uh, you're throwing out a lot of creative juice at that. I'm just kind of giving a synopsis. I'll let him deal with that. And then if he asks for more information, because <laughs> I, can, I can't do a three-page minimum background history for each character or an 18-page character history, <laughs> like I did once. As you do. As I do. So, Alanya, or as we like to call you, Ben, what have you been up to in and out of game? Oh my gosh, I've been sleeping a lot, and then trying to sleep a lot, and not sleeping a lot. Um, but gaming-wise, though, um, I have been doing this thing, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, it's called World of Warcraft. Right. And normally I'm raiding. Mm -hmm. But I haven't done a lot of that this week again because of the aforementioned sickness. So, um, yeah, I haven't been doing a ton of that. However, yesterday I took a chance and went ahead and paid the $17.99 it was on the PlayStation Store and bought myself Firewatch. And, Ooh, that's uh, Ooh, that sounds good. It is, um, have you ever played the game Gone Home? I've heard have, of it. Yes. Okay. It, it's, it's essentially like it's a story, but you know, you just kind of sit there and, and walk through the game and there's different stuff and you, there's kind of interactive things and, and you learn story based on, um, you know, environmental clues and different things like that. In Firewatch, uh, you take a job as someone who sits in a tower and watches for fires in, you know, like a national forest. And right. so the first day you see fireworks going off and you have to go and stop people from shooting off fireworks and stuff. And then, you know, story progresses. I, I've, I've gone through two days and it's pretty interesting so far. And I mean, it's... I'm really curious to see what's going to happen because some serious stuff happened on day two. At least it Ooh. looks like it. So I don't know what's going on uh, or what's going to happen with the story, but I'm, I'm really excited. It's, it's brand new. It came out, I think, this week sometime. But I mean, get on Steam and also uh, PlayStation 4 right now. Cool. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot of streamers mention that they've been playing that as well. Yeah, um, and other than that, I've been trying to slowly creep my way along through Soma, which is a really awesome game that deals a lot with like, um, you know, philosophical questions like what it's like, you know, what it means to be human and alive and things like that. Uh, set in a very, you know, post-apocalyptic like techno future thing, which it, it's a scary game, and I do horrible with scary games, so I'm not too far in that, but uh, it's pretty sweet. Very cool. So in other words, don't introduce you to Five Nights at Freddy's? Oh, no, I won't play that. Jump scares and I, just not at all. Not a thing. <laughs> Did you ever pick up or look at Undertale? 
Um, I've seen a little bit about it and everything, and um, so I listened to a podcast, uh, Giant Bomb, um, and then you know they have a really good uh, gaming database uh, website and everything, and they talked uh, extensively about it during their Game of the Year discussions, and it it seems interesting to me, but it's not something that I'm really too interested in actually playing. But that's actually where I heard of Soma, so you know, kind of goes back and forth on. They talk a lot about it. I want to play it, or uh, I think I'm good. And nevermore. I know there has been rumors, at least on Twitter, of some ladies' night action going on in gaming. There is ladies' night action. Um, Which ladies? It involves me and Jocelyn, who is at Joss Plays on Mm -hmm. Twitter, and Jules RPG. And Barber, which I never remember her Twitter. Like Barber MK something. Yeah, it's and the numbers. I always yeah. Forget. I want to say like six uh, or something like that. So that sounds like four amazingly awesome ladies. It's pretty fun. It's every Tuesday night, and it just kind of randomly started, and I look forward to it every week. So. Yeah, I, I get a lot of uh, texts saying, Squee, it's Tuesday! Ladies <laughs> night on Heroes! So, yeah, she's been having a ton of fun with that. Well, and Heroes interests me anyway, so right. when we decided to do that, I was like, yes! <laughs> I would can, love to do that. Can we just rename this Hot Lady Shenanigans? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk to Joss about it. <laughs> All you guys, Hot Lady Shenanigans. <laughs> It, but, it it pretty much does cover what is actually happening yeah. online. So I mean, yeah, we yeah. play quick matches, so it's against real people. But if you die, you have to be drinking, and you know, oh. a lot of inappropriate <laughs> things are said. I would be in, in a lot of trouble in that game because I tend <laughs> to die a lot in games, and yeah. I have a low tolerance for alcohol. <laughs> McCullough, why haven't you left the base? Because it's safe here. <laughs> <laughs> because I've had half a bottle of wine and no one wants to see what happens when I have the other half. Exactly, yeah. but that's kind of the fun of it because people do want to see what happens. No, like, you, you go take the car. I'm not going to take the car. It's a lot of, oops, I shouldn't have done that. Mistakes were made. <laughs> people will be blamed. Exactly. And is Josh streaming this on her channel? She does on Twitch TV slash Josh Plays. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very cool. Great. Um, well, we're going to go ahead and talk about the anniversary festivities in just a few minutes, which both Alanya and Nevermore were very involved in. Thank you so much, guys, for all the work there. But first, let's briefly cover this week's news. AIE News. All right, that worked. I just randomly stabbed a button and hope the right sound file plays. It's good times. Um <clears throat> AIE is using Rocket Chat. Uh, it's at http colon back, uh, you know, slash slash AIE dot community. And there is a fix in the next couple of days coming down for folks that are having trouble authenticating. We will post updates to Twitter and on the forums when folks that were having issues can try again. Also, sadly, AIE has lost one of its own, Patchum. He passed away on December 31st, 2015. His wife, Tabitha, reached out to let us know that he loved the guild and was proud to call himself a member of an AIE. There's a remembrance thread in the forum. And do you love AIE? Well, share the love. Uh, J-Bell started a post called Reason Number 852 of Why I Love AIE, thinking Runwa, Runwa 
you saw in Charism. Sorry? Carius for being awesome guildies and offering to give him or her um, medallions of the Legion to help acquire flying. Thank you guys for being such great guildies. This is what the this is what this amazing community is all about. And please, if you have a great interaction with another guildie, let us know about it. Email the officers, post on the forums, tweet it out. However, you want to let us know, that'd be awesome. And Legion is is can't speak. Legion is to be released sometime after June 10th, 2016, in correlation with the Warcraft movie. Not a surprise to anyone. It's a lot of time to participate in guild events and try out all the other games that AIE is in, by the way. If you'd like more details, such as they are, feel free to look at the summary at MMO Champion, which includes more news from other Blizzard games as well. And just in general, we'd like to thank all the people that hosted the events and attended them as well for AIE's ninth anniversary in WoW, which Alanya Nevermore will go over in just a few minutes. Yep, and in Star Wars The Old Republic, Patch 4.1 came out, and it added a new chapter to the ongoing story, Chapter 10. And it also broke some things, like crafting, which was sad when you opened your crafting panel, or your crew skill panel, and it was all blanked out. Uh, took them about two days, and they were able to fix it with Patch 4.1. If you're enjoying the new content, frustrated by bugs, or just want to talk about the patch, come on over to the Patch 4.1. 4.1 discussion on the forums. Also, Escape Podcast episode 129, a first look at 4.1 is out, and it was recorded the day 4.1 came out and contains first impressions of it. And that's uh, AIE SEMA and Max. All right. And our nomads have wandered over to Blade and Souls, which is a Korean style MMORPG, and they're on the server Old Man Cho with the clan name of Nomas, N-O-M-A-S. If you're interested, go over to Blade and Souls, or there is a listing in the forums, and isn't this the one they call the Shining Butts game? Pretty much. Blade and Soul is known as Butts and Shine, yes. Got it. All right, and with that, let's get back to our wonderful guests to talk about the great festivities we had to celebrate AIE's anniversary in WoW this weekend. Oh my gosh, guys. It is the anniversary of... Well, AIE and WoW. I it mean, is. It all right there. AIE in general, since that's WoW's where we started. Exactly. Whee! So um, I know that uh, Cyrene and Nevermore were very instrumental, or instrumental, I should say, in um, you know making sure that we had a bunch of events going on the, the entire weekend. And I have to say that I had a lot of fun with it. Me awesome. too. Yeah. And, uh, well, gosh, you scheduled a lot of stuff that we did, so why don't you... Uh, Talk a little bit about it. So Friday night, we decided that we were going to do a meet and greet, uh, just mm -hmm. a quick one to get to know Guildies. Uh, so I called it the happy hour meet and greet because it was only for one hour. And Perfect. we just had people meet in Dalaran at the Filthy Animal Inn and hang out and talk. And I asked silly questions like, what is your favorite guilty pleasure food? What's your favorite ice cream? I had people whisper me and then I would say, which guildy do you think this is? And we just try to play silly games like that for a little bit. Um, and then that kind of transition time into the introdu introduction to Where's Waldo event, mm -hmm. which is something new that we've had done. Um, that was Emberfire and Indigo Sky that ended up hosting that. And they had mm -hmm. 
a person go out in the world and die, and then the guildies oh, right. had to follow clues to go find the body. So they did an introduction that night to show how to play, which was kind of neat for people to figure out the rules. Mm-hmm. Well, especially with a brand new type of event, too. Exactly. So it was kind of nice to spend that time doing that. Yeah, it was something that I really wanted to you know, experience and try as well, but unfortunately I had to record a show, so couldn't exactly get out of that in order to play. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Um, just a real quick side note, since you mentioned, um, not all the events need to be planned and run by the officers of the guild. Mm-hmm. If you have an idea for an event, as long as it's not a situation where there's money involved, you know, gold or what have you, there is no reason to contact the officer to say, hey, can I run this event? Throw it up there. Feel free to contact us if you have questions or if you're nervous about it. Like, we would love to help you if you need assistance in it. But Mm -hmm. feel free to host events anytime. Just please remember to make them family-friendly so that any of our guildies or their kids can go to them. It kind of helps out a little bit, making everybody feel included. Yeah, and on top of that... Um, something that's great is that there's this in-game calendar. So yes. if you want to post something on that calendar, but you don't have a tune in every single guild, the email the officers. We'll gladly be able to put it on each of the individual uh, guild calendars so that everybody can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right, especially during this time where we do have so far to wait until uh, the next expansion. Let's go ahead and keep us busy. Mm-hmm. It keeps yeah, people just, just, in game and having fun, and you get to meet people in the meantime, and then when the expansion's out, you'll be like, hey, so-and-so, you know, I know you from doing all this fun stuff. Do you want to go run, do dailies or whatever? So it kind of yeah. helps you bond with people, too, in the meantime. Let's do a dungeon. Let's start a raid team, what have you. Exactly, which, I mean, Ellen and uh, the Battle Res Available raid team actually hosted Old School Raid Night on Friday, and they mm-hmm. ended up taking people through Karazhan and Black Temple. Uh, taverns only. So you start with any tavern you want, and as you run through, you pick up gear that works for you. So if you're plate, you can only roll on plate and all that. And that was a lot of fun. I only got to tag on for the Karazhan part, but it sounded like everybody had a good time. Perfect. Yeah, and I know several guildies have been putting together um, for the end game stuff for the garrisons. If you run all the dungeons on heroic with a guild group, you unlock the banners for your garrison for your guild. Oh. And I know some of the different co guilds have been putting together groups to do that. Great, so that's what I like to hear. Definitely. So Saturday was that the was that the I'm sorry was that the extent of the activities on Friday? Yes, mm-hmm. those three cool. events on Friday night. Just I think because we knew planning wise that it was Valentine's Day weekend, so sometimes people need to go out Friday, sometimes people Saturday. So we try to just work in events around our own schedules as well mm-hmm. as you know what other people had already planned. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, Saturday. Oh my gosh, so much stuff happened. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, so it started with, uh, I guess you'd call it an AIE tradition, which is running of the beef. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're new to this concept, what you do is you make a whole bunch of little baby level ones of some sort of race, and then you stampede from a starting point to an ending point. Uh, this time it was actually running of the beef, gnome edition. So Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Gnomes how, versus trolls. Wait, so, how could we get gnomes? Well, exactly. <laughs> here's the thing. 
there's a, I mean, I don't know if I'd exactly call it our sister guild, but they're as close to it as they can possibly be. Um, there, there's this little podcast called Convert to Raid. I'm not sure I've if you've heard of it. It's small. It's small. It's not really, it, you know, they definitely need to work on their production ability because, you know, <laughs> it's kind of off the chart. I mean, um, yeah, still lacking. It's one of the best produced podcasts out there. Yeah, we've heard of them. Yeah. Well, they happen to have, you know, a rather large guild on Airy Peak. And uh, Cyrene was was great and you know, talked to a couple of their event planners. And, uh, you know, mainly they're, uh, I mean, a few people, but Tur Turarts, I think. I don't know how to say it. I think it's Turarts on Twitter, but that's their contact mm -hmm. main event person. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so we, you know, chatted back and forth mm -hmm. and said, hey, we want to run a whole bunch of gnomes and uh, maybe smack Vulgin in the face because why not? And uh, they happily agreed, and <sighs> it was probably one of the friendliest, happiest times I've had in the guild in quite a while. So Great. we had a whole bunch of our AIA people make level one gnomes. Um, some of the CTR people made some level one gnomes mm -hmm. too, just because. And they were fantastic because a lot of their level hundreds came and they were our defense force. They kept all of those level ones alive mm -hmm. all the way to Orgrimmar. All oh, the that's way. great. And yeah, I know it, uh, I mean, Sal from the Converted podcast, which is basically the Converted Convert to Raid it's it's the equivalent of us for convert to raid mm -hmm. um she posted a lot of pictures i was because i was following along on that and then she got some great shots yeah she really did get a lot of great screenshots and she actually said i think on twitter that this is some of the most fun that she's had in wow in a really long time which is great to hear because i know that it's not just our guild that's in a slump there's a lot of people where right now is kind of a slow time mm -hmm. and you know, people want to find stuff to do. It gets a little repetitive and you really kind of have to look for stuff that makes it a little bit more interesting. And I think that the running of the beef gnomes versus trolls edition completely did that a hundred percent. People were laughing. People were having fun. Everyone from both guilds kept it family friendly, which was amazing. Cause I know that gets hard. The more people you have there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we ran all the way to Ogremar straight through the gate into the throne or the throne room and just wailed on him and he went down. Now that's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to say that um, the hundreds took him out. The level ones helped though. Oh, and right. I am like, and I had name tags turned off, I think, but I'm 99% sure that Chief Volgen was also there. Oh, he was. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. What was happening, <laughs> oh, was wow. That is. Yes. Yeah, so that I, I saw his Twitter that he had a stand-in or something and that he was still alive at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. I saw him standing right there. Everybody was porting out, and I'm just like, I see you. Yeah, and actually, even through a lot of the fight, a lot of the level one gnomes were still up and alive and everything, not contributing very much. Right. But I was surprised because <laughs> I thought, you know, somebody could come in and just AOE and we'd be wiped out. But yeah, our level gnomes would be probably fine. hit level three, I think. Yep, like, level we didn't three. get very high, but... It was a lot of fun. That's oh, just from the exploration of running yes. through all yeah. the zones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I do have to say, though, that the absolute best part of that was when we came through Ashara and we were going to go down to Duratan to go through the front gates. All the gnomes were standing on the bridge and we had to jump in into the water down below. 
and just watching all these cascading gnomes just we falling off the bridge. We waited at the same time. It was hilarious. And then as I saw, we were I swimming, saw pictures of that. As we were swimming, all you see are these little gnomes, and they they called it salmoning because we were just popping yeah. out of the water all at oh once. It was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, we had a blast with that. Absolutely and at blast. one point, I don't know, I think it was somebody in Convert Trade, but they started playing I Spy, and they're like, I Spy something short. <laughs> I Spy something nice. clean, hey. which was everywhere. <laughs> So it was I'm, great. I'm glad that I wasn't there. I would feel like the entire time they were talking to me. <laughs> so thank you to Cyrene who planned that and organized it and worked with Convert to Raid. And mm-hmm. thank you to Convert to Raid for getting together and the people who showed up for that. We really appreciate it. It was fun for everybody. So thank you. Yes, they That's were great. incredible hosts. Let us use their mumble and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, that Excellent. makes sense since... If if the CTR member wasn't in our guild, you know, if they didn't have a player in our guild, mm-hmm. we'd have to do all those guest passes and all that. So thank you guys. Um, and if you are looking for a place to play Alliance, CTR is a great community. Well, and they actually really commented is. on that. A few people were like, "Oh, I have somebody in AIE," and some of our members were like, "Oh, I have CTR too." And it's yeah. totally, you know, it's because once you're in a guild like this, you want that same kind of vibe when you're playing on the other side. And I actually at the event tonight we had somebody who just who was in CTR she just joined AIE this weekend great. and she loves it already mm-hmm. she Wonderful. i mean she had a great time so yeah Ar- that's cool <laughs> Arlena mentioned um in the chat room that she was actually on her CTR tune helping protect the little gnomes so that's <laughs> well, right a good example of, of the cross pollination that we do tend to have between these two Huge mega guilds, but they're also two communities that are very similar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll let you handle the next one since oh. you were kind of the uber judge of it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in previous you know celebrations that we've had before, uh, Nevermore and I, we have you know got had a little get together. I think uh, it, it was just at your garrison, wasn't it? We had a uh, World of Warcraft yep, trivia contest. Mm-hmm. Well, we came across. The, the concept of using raid markers as you know different spots to represent the different questions on a Trivial Pursuit card. Well, mm-hmm. I'm a giant Star Wars fan. Really? Yeah, just, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> Nevermore is... One second, one second. And... <laughs> <laughs> Bring out my Rebel Alliance tattoo. <laughs> now the, oh, really, Captain America? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I my Star Wars shirts are upstairs. You're on the wrong side. Anyway, Imperial <laughs> for um, life, rebel scum. Ugh, whatever. Um, anyway, <coughs> excuse me. R two D two best droid ever. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty cool too, though, guys. Let's admit it. Anyway, Star Wars nerd, you are one. Okay, one moment. Technical difficulties. So basically, when we were planning the events out, we decided we wanted to do trivia again. We, I try to find different places to host events in the world just to mix it up a little bit, make things feel different so it's not in the same place and repetitive and all that. Mm-hmm. So when I was hunting for a place, I kind of did off the new movie, The Force Awakens. I'm like, oh, what could I do? Oh, The Forsaken Awaken. Oh, nice. So when I found Sylvanas' throne room that has six little, like, tower spaces i'm like ooh. so what we did was we set up the raid marker in each little alcove and as people got questions correct they would go from one alcove to the next 
And when they got all six of those questions right, the last thing they needed to do was stand up in the middle. And when it was their turn again, they had to be able to answer all six questions on a card to win. Wow. So it was pretty challenging. There were some odd questions in there, and actually I, I was it. surprised that people did so well. What was the door one, Ben? Um, it was actually quite amazing. It was for Old Man Franks, which... Oh, God. He and is a huge Star Wars, Wars fan, too. as you are. Well, let me ask you this. You, you might know McCullough. Um What door has eight indicator lights over it on the Death Star? Oh, that should probably be the door that's to that prison cell that Leia was in. Oh, no, it was the trash compactor. Oh, my God, really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, some of those questions were just, like, absolutely amazing. Like, how, how is this a question? There was a lot on the Grand Moff people. <laughs> yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> a lot. My, our good friend, the Darth, I wanted to know, is this um, current canon or extended universe that these questions were from? Um, it was actually from the official Star Wars Trivial Pursuit game. For the, okay. the classic movies. Yeah, classic trilogy. Okay, so okay, so it was okay, the classic trilogy, so it would then would not have included any of the EU mm-hmm. stuff then. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, you know, you need to make defunct. it as fair as possible considering there's the EU, which is not canon, there's the new EU, which is canon, right. and you know, all the new stuff going on. And legends. Which is oh, yeah. which is used to be EU. I'm still saying the Karen Travis books are still the best. <laughs> And so who won? Yes. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny because her name, we kept saying it funny. Uh, no. When I said it the first time, she said that's exactly how to pronounce it. <laughs> and her name is Ozlin. <laughs> that's amazing. So it that's was just awesome. She did really, really well. And I mm-hmm. think it was kind of fun because with the hype of the new movie and people are like, I know all the old movies. It's, you know, a lot of stuff's happened lately and I don't think everybody watches them all the time anymore and you get kind of set in it and then mm-hmm. you hear these questions and you're like, oh, I know this. Why can't I remember? So right. I think it was a good refresher for everybody. And we got a lot of requests to do other types of trivia mm-hmm. in the future. Cool. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Um, now, the next event on Saturday, unfortunately, uh, Nevermore and I were not able to attend, and that was the actual main event of Where's Waldo? Mm-hmm. Hosted by Emberfire and Indigo Sky. Yeah. Um, we were not able to make it, but from what we heard from other guildies, that they had a really good time. It was just a very creative event. Um, I believe that the clues are all in the forum post for that, so if you missed it and you want to see kind of where the body was and all that, you can read through and see if you would have been able to figure it out. Um, so that's there. Mm-hmm. And thank you both for hosting that because Great. it thank adds so a little much. mix to the whole event roster. So mm-hmm. thank you. Perfect. Definitely. Yeah, it, it kind of remem- reminded me of that quest in the um, when you first go into Hellfire and you need to find the uh, Magar orcs and you have to like go find this and then go oh, find yeah. this piece and then go find this piece yeah or isn't there a quest that has where you in um, Angora where you follow the footprints yes and mm-hmm. like they show up or whatever or no it's not Angora it's the river's heart place on the beach there yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember what Cholazar it's yes Cholazar, yes he's my he's my mage um yeah, he tells me where to go. <laughs> I map. ask him questions all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the map. I'm the map. <laughs> Ted's amazing. Like, Azerothian geography, it boggles my mind how he can't remember how to get to his parents' house sometimes. <laughs> but 
you ask him how to get to something in Azeroth, and oh my god, he's right there. Exactly, and that's what I have to ask him all the time, too, and he'll be like, I've told you that before. I'm like, I know, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, not as good as you are. And just remember, generally, the fastest way to get anywhere is through the Caverns of Time. Not yes. Like <laughs> Surprisingly enough. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of kind of uh, going all over the place and everything, Coop. Yes. Oh, always. Now, you were able to actually do this. I was sleeping. I did. I tried to sleep because I really wanted a nap, but I wasn't <laughs> able to do so. so. You're the nap. But, I also, <laughs> but I also wanted to make sure that I tried to um, attend whatever other events that we weren't hosting to to support those hosts. But, Thank you. Um, Grim Cow is actually the organizer of the Coop, which he has done uh, a few other events before yeah. also. And it was, it always takes a lot of effort. It's a lot of people to keep track of. And especially because normally it's hard to get a lot of people to join anyway. But factor in that it's Valentine's Day weekend. So we weren't able to get as many as we normally have. Usually we fill up about three raids for a coop run. Mm -hmm. Um, But this time we got about a little less than two. We had a few missing from each group. But coop. For whoever doesn't know, um, is Creamy Orange Otter Pop, which is code huh? for um, for the Horde, which we go do the achievement to get the Black Warbear mount for guildies who do not have it yet, um, or and we support them to go get it. Um, it's not always a bear run, but this one happened to be a bear run. Right. Um, so we gathered at 8 and headed out at 9, and we hit the four major cities. Uh, we did... Stormwind first, Stormwind first, and we took out, um, I can't think of his Varian. name. Thank you, Varian Rin. And uh, we did that. We had, I think, one person contest us. There was not really wow. anybody there. Yeah. Uh, then we headed to Iron Forge and took out the Iron Council there and took a break to go fishing. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> to see if anybody could get, is Why it not? Ironside? Yeah, I think so. Iron Jaw. We did that. We didn't we didn't stay very long, but we let them try at least for a little bit. Which I stopped after the first cast because who knows whose lure is whose. Yeah, <laughs> right, after yeah. like sixty people throwing their fishing pole, but uh, so we did that and then after that we went to Darnassus mm-hmm. and did that and then we went to Exodar and killed Ooh. <laughs> the talking chandelier. Prophet Velen. There Yay! you go. Yeah. You, you didn't That's say though. Oh, well, Tarande. But it's always <laughs> silly because Malfurion always just stands there. He watches her die and doesn't assist at all. Not that I'm really complaining because it's less to deal with whatever to fight. But seriously, come on, Blizzard. It's a little important. I mean, yes. really. Exodar, by the way, you... should... Oh. Go ahead, go ahead. Just a side note, Exodar should be a disco. Yeah, <laughs> it should. And we kind of got a little lost and turned around in there, but we figured yeah, it out. Do. So, yeah. And then after well, that, we... Oh. No, I was just going to say, Malfurion doesn't participate because he's got that little thought bubble right next to him that just says, Hush, Taronda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Hey, I didn't put it in the dialogue. It's Blizzard. Go talk to them. <laughs> So yeah, we had a really successful thing. Everybody got bear mounts who needed them. And after that, we decided that we were going to hark back to our garrisons and head out to 
War Spear. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to go around. I don't know what theirs is called. Alliance War Spear. Yeah, we went around. You, I guess you have I think to it's like called Lions Landing, or is that okay, the one that in that's Pandaria. in Pandaria? Okay. Dang it. Well, whatever it's called, <laughs> we landed in War Spear, and I guess you have to be able to fly out over the water far enough to get to theirs. I did not have a flying ability because I haven't been playing and I didn't uh-huh. earn that. So I had to wait and I was the last person to get a flying mount buddy. So thank you Cardinal for giving me a ride. Awesome. <laughs> so we flew around and we attacked that for a little bit. Again, there was not really anyone there. And after we kind of tinkered around there for a little bit, somebody out of nowhere decided to try to click their portal to their Tanan jungle area and people were able to take it. So all you see is all these horde people taking the Alliance portal to their area <laughs> in the new place. And I was not because I have not earned my jungle to the end yeah, jungle portal. <laughs> so I wasn't able to take it. So I had to hearth really quick, but uh, they went there and killed people for a little while, probably 10, 15 minutes, I think. And then that was the end of the coop night. So it was a lot of fun. This was awesome. And I think that ending, I think that got everybody a little hyped up. So it was, it was Very pretty cool. Neat. You, you gotta wonder. Storm, it's called Storm Shield, thanks to uh, Arlena in the chat uh, room. Yes, thank you, Arlena. So, you can tell I don't have a high level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you really have to wonder what it's like being an alliance. Like, you know, maybe NPC if you want to role play it, or just a character. All of a sudden, it's like, huh, the horde came through the portal. Here's another wait, one. Oh wait. no. <laughs> um, how many of your friends did you invite to this little party? Exactly. <laughs> like, Shouldn't we have changed the codes on that or something? <laughs> and Tet, you would be so proud of me. I off tanked on Never Ending My Death Knight. Oh, for very all, nice. For all of Coop. So, yeah, I did. Good really job. All right. So that took care of all the events on Saturday, mm-hmm. which was the actual anniversary, I believe, is the it 13th. Is, the 13th is our anniversary, nine years. And then today... Valentine's Day. Yay, we love you, Gad. Two other events. Yes. Um, The first one took place during a birthday party, so we weren't able to attend. We were unable to attend. And guess what? You were unable to attend, too, because you were at said birthday party with us. And happy first birthday, Miss Aria Rose, who is the daughter of Alakaz and Leontine. Yes, Yes, a little AIE baby. She's adorable. Yes. She's a little hardling. Yeah, and she shares a birthday with the state of Arizona. Aww. Mm-hmm. Um, so the event that we were unable to make was the Transmog Contest and Party, which was oh, that's always fun. hosted by Cyrene and Gusty Tail. So we are sorry we were not able to make it. It sounded like a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I don't have information on who won the different categories, but I'm sure that Sai will post that in the forums just so that everybody knows. Yep. And then, so uh, unfortunately we had to leave the birthday party a little bit early because there was one more thing that uh, was happening for the guild today. And it happened to be actually our event. So we thought it might be good if we show up on time. We should probably be on time. Yeah. Which we were bar- we barely made it. Like we were like a minute late. Yes, <laughs> but um, something that Nevermore has actually done, which is a lot of fun, is um, what she's deemed the pet battle picnic. And what that is is just a little get together 
for anybody who pet battles, who's interested in pet battling, who just likes collecting battle pets, or just wants to go and hang out with guildies. So we ended up at, I forget what it's called, but it's the oasis in the middle of Desolus. Carnum's Blade. Thank you. Good job. It's because I had to look it up and put it in the event info. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody popped up there, and we had um, probably about what, 10, 15 people show up. About 15. Yeah, and um, it was just a fun little get-together. We were pet-battling with each other, um, some level 25s. Someone said, I only have level 6s, so everybody was jumping and building teams with level 6s. Exactly, and And that's why the original idea came up, was because in previous years ago, um, big events like this, like for our anniversary or for Summer of Love and all that, Mm even after pet battles were available, there weren't really anybody hosting pet battling type events. Yeah, well, so, I mean, other than tournaments, which are, you know, level 25, you have to have this. and Well, even like still, right. we weren't really having them as actual guild events, mm-hmm. which is when I kind of started thinking about it, because obviously I sit while he records battle pets with the Ludra, so I hear yeah. them talking about stuff all the time, and it just kind of came to me I wanted to host another event, and I wondered, because I was like, why aren't guildies getting into pet battles? Like, why are they not wanting to do this? And I knew that there were a few that were really hardcore about it, but what was kind of stopping people? Well, I collected, but I hadn't really leveled mine personally. So it was kind of also a push for me to sit down and actually figure out what I'm doing and, you know, learn stuff. So the idea of the pet battle picnic was more of a get-together, learn how to do it, ask people who do it questions about, well, what add-ons do you use? Well, somebody asked tonight, how do I level my pets faster? It feels like such a chore, you know, things like that. Like somebody used a different add-on and we told them about another one that we really loved and they were like, oh, well, then I'm totally switching to that. So it's just kind of a get-together where people don't feel like they're way lower than somebody else. It's all equal. We're here to help you. Mm -hmm kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because with the tournament, people are like, oh, host a tournament, host a tournament. Well, that's great, but you need everybody to have level 25 pets, multiples of level 25 pets, things like that. So I wanted it to be kind of the bridging the gap of it. So Yep, this is just something to bring everybody together, which is what pet battling should be. Exactly. Yes. And get people interested in it, especially while there's kind of a little bit of a lull. You know, it's something they might not have normally done. And the, like, 15 people or whatever, every time that I host this, I try to give every single person a pet that they do not own any of yet. And we were able to do that tonight because the one person who I could not help, there were two people that had a lot of pets. Like, one person, I believe it was Gusty Tail, was missing out of all the pets, 26. She needed 26 left. And thankfully, one of them was the Frost Wolf Pup, So someone went to go get that for me so that we were able to make sure that, um, I forget her name, the other girl who joined. Darn it, I can't think of it. Gusty Tail needed one. She only needed like 80 pets. We got her the blue, the little blue carp. Um, The other girl, I forget her name, Tally something. Tally, not style. I'm getting, pulling it up. Oh, he's looking it up. But anyway, um, she was the one who we were talking about earlier who is mainly in CTR, and she just joined AIE this weekend. So cool. it was kind of neat that even though she's getting to the point where I probably can't help her in the future at other events, it was nice that we were kind of able to give her something that she needed. So 
Tattersail. Tattersail, that's it. Thank you. And that is what Elania, or sorry, um, Arlena just said in the chat room, by the way. So yeah, basically it's just a fun event to get people together and learn new things and try mm-hmm. out new pet battle teams and see if they find a new pet that they like because they see somebody else battling with it and they normally wouldn't try that pet. Yeah, I know. I had a lot of fun. Um, you battled t- a lot of people. Yep, and I won some. I lost more. You know, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> and, you know, it, this is one of the things that there are so many pets. Like, I have over 700 myself, and I don't know what each individual one does. So I actually learned a bunch as well. Perfect. And that's part of it, too, is you see them in action, and it's kind of neat. Hey guys, thank you, by the way, again, so much for all your hard work this weekend. We love AIE, and we love spending time with guildies, and... We like to spread the love because we joined and met you guys and some other people. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to continue to meet others and recognize names because in a big guild like this, it's so easy to feel like nobody knows who you are. And, you know, that, you know, we don't want anyone Mm -hmm. to feel that way. And I think events like this help you realize that. Because for me, I'm horrible with names in real life and in game and everything. But in game, when I see somebody like at an event, I see their name, I hear them talking, it's easier for me to remember them in the future. So for a visual person like me, it's great because then I can remember people. And I know that a lot of the people who come to the pet battle events are repeat people. Mm -hmm. I don't think they just want free pets. I think they actually have a good time. (laughs) I'm sure they do. But yeah, I keep a spare guild bank that is just every tab is full of pets that are donated by guildies because a lot of the time you get duplicates even of the holiday pets and, you know, left sharks, things like that, which, yeah, you might have 13 of them, but somebody who just joined the guild today might not have that pet. So I take donations of everything. So I take some that she keeps for some of the events, but I'll take anything and I fill my bank. And then when I have events like this, I scroll through wow armory and I look up what they don't have and make sure everybody gets something. Awesome. Very cool. And if I remember correctly, there was also, um, there's also going to be a raffle and the raffle. Basically, if you showed up for an event, you got entered into the raffle, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, that is correct. We kept track of who was there. I know Coop had a hard time with that. They took screenshots of names because that was a lot of people to keep track of. Yeah. But we have a spreadsheet with everybody's name in it, and you get an entry for every event you went to. And I know there were a lot of people who went to a lot of different events, which I know is hard, especially this weekend, um, being Valentine's Day. I'm sure it was hard for people to attend certain things. And we're sorry. I know that sometimes people get upset, but we try to host what we can when we can, and you're more than welcome to host an event. You know, if it's three o'clock in the morning and that works for you, host one. You might get people who show up, you know? Yeah, totally. Doing our guild, you will. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's the yeah. thing. We're worldwide. We have a lot of friends in Australia, and guess what? They're on the exact opposite time that we are. Yep. Yep. And actually, we had a Shio showed up at our meet and greet. He said it was oh, really cool. early in the morning, but he wanted to come say hi to everybody, and I thought that was really nice. Awesome. Yep. Uh, but for that raffle, I know that uh, Cyrene has the names compiled, and she's going to be doing the drawing at some point, and you'll get stuff. Yep. She had a lot of Yay! great prizes donated, so, and she usually makes an announcement. I will post it on the Guild Twitter, too, when it happens. I will link to the forum post that says who won and what, so you Perfect. can find that at AIE underscore wow. Which leads us to our next topic. Um, so that's about it for the show tonight, guys. Um, while the chat room begins suggesting titles, we want to thank <laughs> Alanya and everyone for joining us. Guys, 
Where can we find you on the interwebs? I am at quoted nevermore on Twitter. Yep. Best way to find me is I'm at Ben the Mage because I play a mage. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Ben the healer. <laughs> ben the healer. But you're a mage at heart. We all know it. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah. No, it's fine. Um, and as she just mentioned, Nevermore does is the wonderful person that actually does run the AIE Wild Twitter account. So, so if you want to say, like, yay, so-and-so, thank you for doing this, or announce something, hashtag it, hashtag AIE Guild, or t- target the AIE WoW specifically, and I'll retweet it, especially if it's family-friendly. You'll get it retweeted quicker. Please don't yep. use appropriateness. I appreciate it. We try to keep Save it. Save that for Rage Jack, people. Exactly. We try <laughs> to keep it where everybody can see it. But screenshots, if you get an achievement, if you somebody helped you do a shout-out, because I don't know if you know this, but... You know, Makala, Tetsemi, and I, like, we all know each other. So if I get something cool noticed, then they can put it on the podcast, all that good stuff. Awesome. And speaking of which, sushi. All right. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I'm at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And before you finish everything, we missed you, Ludra. We're sorry you couldn't Love be you, here. Honey. And happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yes. On Tuesday. <laughs> yes. And I apologize, we have not updated the notes because actually every other Sunday at um, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. So, sorry. Um, now, it is time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including the AIE Raid Wrap-Up, February 2016. Welcome back in its triumphant return. Yay. Yay. Episode 11, Yay. and overly dramatic news, Episode 208. Wow, 208. Yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. And in two weeks, we'll be talking to those scoundrels in EVE. So until then, AIE... This is Makala. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to AIE. Submissions. Ow. Greetings, gamers. This is MuCal, bringing you the AIE Raid Wrap-Up for February 2016. First, we'll start with the WoW raids, in particular, the Mythic section. Did you know that we have a raid team on Mythic progression? Just Blame the Healers completed their heroic progression on December 1st, 2015, bringing down Archmond. They are now two bosses in the Mythic Hailfire Citadel as of January 30th, with their Iron Reaver kill. And now on to the heroic section. Kitty Aggro has also finished their heroic progression on January 19th, 2016, with their downing of Archmond. Better Late Than Never has defeated Archimon on January 28, 2016, making them third in the AIE progression race, and this keeps them true to their name. Who Pulled That killed Tyrant, making them 11-13 on February 3, 2016. Horseshoes and Hand Grenades killed both Sokotar and Tyrant on January 18, making them 9-13. of 13. 
Serial Killers has recently downed Iskar and Fell Lord Zakun, making them 8 of 13 as of January 8th. Witty and Sophisticated downed Heroic Ishkar, making them 8 of 13 as of January 24th. Filthy Casuals are now 7 of 13, having bested Iskar on January 6th. And finally, DOA killed Heroic Corfiend on February 6th, putting them at 6 of 13. And from there, we move on to the normal section. Furt, aka Flexi Encounter Raid Team, is 11 of 13 to normal, and is currently working on Manoroth as of this recording. Ukohosen Style has hosed Tyrant as of February 4th, bringing them to 10 of 13. And finally, Ready Check is 4 of 13 as of this recording, having recently resumed raiding. And now on to our special mentions. The Old School Raid Team has recently finished their Mr. Pandaria Raid Achievement Challenge, and have moved on to be not so old school by taking on and completing the Hyamal list. They are now working on Black Rock Foundry. And then our recruiting section. Speaking of old school raid team, they are recruiting. If you want to focus on the challenge or raid achievements, inquire to Sokotep or post to the forums for details. Also, Uko Hosen Style is recruiting for current raid content. Joining them in recruiting is Woody and Sophisticated and Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. We also have some brand new teams recruiting. Double Gold and Bonus Rolls for the Wind are actively recruiting in the forums. And that wraps up the AIE Raid Wrap-Up. If you'd like your raid team featured on the AIE Raid Wrap-Up, including in your non-WoW game, send those details to me, MewCow. Also, huge thanks to Ard for coordinating the raid team schedules and progression forum posts, and making it far easier to put this all together. Keep raiding, AIE! Mysterious reporting points to nefarious postseason travel. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. With the victory of the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl 50, we here at ODN were ready to put football behind us for the year. But today, a package arrived from an anonymous source. Inside was a DVD and a note claiming the DVD contained footage from Blizzard security cameras scattered across Dranor. The note also insinuated that it had some connection to the NFL. As an experiment, I'm going to watch the footage live now and describe it to you. Okay, this first camera is looking over a desolate landscape. Lots of green. We're definitely in Tanan jungle. There's a hunched-over figure wearing a cloak and cowl walking towards the camera. Is that Gul'dan? Wait, that's not a cowl. That's a hoodie. There's an insignia on the front of it. By the light, it's Bill Belichick. He came to Dranor after losing the AFC Championship game? Now he's talking to a massive warrior bigger than any orc. Oh no, Gronkowski? It all makes sense now. Spygate, Deflategate, all the controversy, decoys to disguise his true purpose. He's recruiting more soldiers for the invasion of Azeroth. Listeners pay heed. If you go to a Patriots home game, beware and under positively no circumstances drink the green Gatorade slushies. I've got to warn Cadgar. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Greetings, gamers. This is MewCow, a resident expert on a common gamer condition called Altitis. Now that you have a growing alt army, let's have some fun in old raids. WoW has a lot of fun old content in the form of raids, and those raids are full of goodies. At level 100, any class can very easily run through just about every old raid so far, except those in Pandaria. These old raids are chock full of all types of gear, which can be stored later for use in Transmog. 
If you hold on to the gear that fits your class, you'll be able to transmog with it, and in Legion, unlock the gear style for all characters of similar gear type. You can also pass around a non-bound gear to alts that can be used for their transmog, or even sell this gear on the auction house. Many of these old raids also have a chance to drop mounts and even battle pets as you take out bosses one by one. You also find it is rather easy to earn special raid achievements that might be part of a meta achievement that grants titles or even more mounts. In general, you will find you can gather a decent amount of gold during this process, provided you are looting everything you kill. And don't forget, once you finish with one alt, you have an entire army waiting to do it all again for fun and profit. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss the topic further, find us on Twitter at altitis.net, and show notes can be found on altitis.net. On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your Altitis.